Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 20th of January, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. What a week to forget this past one has been. Between the soaring temperatures, the rising infections, and the power outages in Buenos Aires, we're glad to leave this week behind us. The intermittent blackouts in the last few days have affected over 700,000 homes and stores. Until this day, we're seeing the consequences of it with supply chain issues and delays of all kinds. Electricity distributors Edenor and Edesur said these major power outages had been the result of higher demand for energy and other technical failures. The latter will have to credit 10,000 pesos to users affected by prolonged power outages between the last week of December and the 1st of January. In addition to the blackouts affecting the supply chain, queues at the country's borders caused by COVID testing could have an impact too. Around 2,000 trucks are stuck at the main border crossing with Chile, all due to the tougher health controls imposed on Argentine haulers by Chile. Truck drivers are demanding that the Argentine Foreign Office intervene and potentially add more testing posts to speed up the process. Moreover, the delays could affect the transit of Argentine tourists to Chile, since they are also obliged to comply with health requirements. Back to the power outage, another consequence was that the government decreed two days of home office last Thursday the 13th and Friday the 14th to lower the demand for electricity. Buenos Aires city mayor and leader of the opposition, Horacio Rodriguez Larreta, rejected the, the measure, saying that state workers mainly municipal employees, should not be working from home or leave places understaffed. Speaking of state workers, last week was filled with controversy as some high-profile members of the current administration were seen vacationing in the Caribbean. PAMI chief Luana Volnovich and her partner, who is the subdirector of the same organization, were seen at the Holbox Island Beach, and housing minister Jorge Ferrarasi was spotted at a beach resort in Cuba. This may not have been an issue on a less complicated week, but with everything going on in the country, citizens were not pleased with them avoiding their responsibilities, and neither should have been President Fernandez, who had previously urged all members of his administration to give priority to tourism in Argentina. On that note, I should mention that the European Union has taken Argentina off its advisory list of countries to travel to. Australia and Canada were also taken out, a decision that reflects the growing COVID infection numbers in the three countries. Although this list is merely advisory, each country has the freedom to impose the restrictions they consider necessary. For those traveling from Argentina, Spain tightened restrictions this week and it's now asking for a vaccination certificate with one of the jabs that have been approved by either the WHO or the European Medicines Agency, EMA, a, a negative swab test for COVID or a certificate of recovery from the disease. To get the certificate of recovery, I would recommend reaching out to your health insurance company as soon as you test positive. 
Usually, they will stay in touch for a week, making sure you don't need hospitalization. If, after seven days, you no longer have symptoms, they will issue the certificate automatically and send it your way. In terms of vaccines, unfortunately, the Sputnik V1 is yet to be approved by the WHO or the EMA. So far, the latter has authorized only those from BioNTech Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Janssen, and Novavax, while the WHO also approved those from Sinopharm and Sinovac for emergency use. Traveling with Sputnik V can also be an issue in the United States, as only the vaccines approved by the WHO will grant you the possibility to enter the country. By the way, the U.S. has also issued a Level 4 travel advisory, which recommends prospective travelers to reconsider traveling to Argentina at this time, especially if they have not been vaccinated. Speaking of vaccines, as of Tuesday the 18th, security workers, pregnant people, and those who are in the stages of breastfeeding can go get a booster shot at any of the vaccination centers in the province of Buenos Aires. You don't need to have been assigned an appointment. Just show up with your ID and you'll be good to go, as long as it's been at least four months since you got your second shot. As a reminder, people over 60 years of age, people over 50 who have received the Sinopharm vaccines, and health workers have had free access to the booster shot since December. In Buenos Aires City, the local Minister of Health, Fernan Quiroz, ruled out the possibility of the 2022 school year starting virtually or suffering delays due to the increase in the number of COVID-19 infections. He said that kids have already learned the protocols and that this makes the school environment a very safe place to be. So everything is set to have a normal, in-person school year. Moving from infection to inflation, the National Statistics Bureau, or INDEC, released new information by the end of last week that shows Argentina's Consumer Price Index accelerated in December by almost 4%, lifting the country's inflation rate for 2021 to 51%, one of the highest rates in the world. The largest price increases in 2021 were in hotels, restaurants, transport, and food. As a reminder, this is why the 2022 budget presented a few days ago in Congress was labeled as unrealistic, as it projected a yearly inflation rate of 30% for 2022. Naturally, we can't talk about the Argentine economy without bringing in the IMF. On Friday the 14th, Economy Minister Martin Guzman and Internal Trade Secretary Roberto Felletti spoke with the organization about the latest stage of the government's price control program, Precios Cuidados. This anti-inflationary strategy has become a common practice in the country as it freezes the prices of certain products to make sure not everything on the supermarket shelves is constantly changing prices. The response of the IMF was not made public and conversations with, in general, seem to have stalled. Things are also not looking great in Argentina's key agricultural areas. As a consequence of the disastrous heat wave, a drought has been affecting the soybean harvest in the country and crops in general across Latin America, even more so than projected. 
Argentina strongly relies on soybean and corn harvests to strengthen the economy, so the government will join traders in taking a hard look at the forecasts. In fact, these droughts, which are set to last until March, could trim a third of Argentina's economic growth this year. A fun, unrelated update. Remember last week when we talked about libertarian Javier Milei's raffle? Well, his first monthly paycheck is now in the hands of a 40-year-old man from Buenos Aires City, who happens to be a strong supporter of the governing party. He was, however, happy to take the 200,000 pesos, around $2,000, at the official exchange rate. That said, the initiative was criticized by many deputies and investigations began to corroborate that it complies with the personal data protection legislation, as the real aim of the raffle could be to put together a broad database of possible voters. But unless something happens there, another raffle will take place this month and every month after that. Speaking of extra money, the national government announced that it will grant hotel employees a bonus of up to 22,000 pesos, around $100. The measure was taken by the Ministries of Tourism and Sports and Labor, Employment and Social Security, and it aims to support the sectors that, due to the pandemic, need help keeping their productive units standing and the employment contracts. But before we go, I wanted to let you know that Cordoba City will be hosting the upcoming football match between Colombia and Argentina for the World Cup qualifiers on the 1st of February, so it may be a good opportunity to watch it live. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Here's a poem to remind you to tell your friends about us. Roses are red, violets are blue. We don't like ads and neither do you. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at argentina at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Argentina and Twitter at Rorschach underline ARG. Nos vemos el próximo jueves. Thank you.